Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to That Gabby Roslin Podcast, part of the Acast Creator Network. This week, my very, very special guests are Ian and Jeremy, better known as the guys behind All on the Board. They are kind, they're thoughtful, they're honest, and I absolutely loved spending time chatting to them. They have their brand new book coming out in a couple of days. It's called Your Daily Companion, and quite frankly, all of us should just walk around with it everywhere. It's one of those books that just looks after you. Don't forget, you can keep up to date by following and subscribing, please, to the podcast, where a new episode is released every Monday. Leave us a rating on the Apple Podcast app. And whilst you're there, why not leave us a review? We love to hear your thoughts. Now, on with the show. Jeremy and Ian, uh, known as All on the Board, what do your colleagues make of what on earth you've been doing in the past five years <laughs> go on who's gonna, yeah, it's, who's it's, gonna it's a strange one I, I mean they treat us exactly the same as we you know uh, as they did before we had a book out and um yeah i guess uh you know they're a, a lot of supportive of it and some uh yeah some are not so but yeah but it's all good mind yeah. you it's funny when because we work on platforms sometimes. We have ex-colleagues who are now drivers on trains and you'll be on the platform and a train will pull up and the door will open. And you can't see the driver usually inside. Yeah. The door will just open and someone will pop their head out and go, you're from all on the board. Yeah. We're like, I am from all on the board. How did you know that? It's like, oh, I see your stuff online. Thanks for doing that. It's really good. It gets me through the day and then closes the door and the train goes off. And you just get these random moments yeah. like that from colleagues who... You've probably met or not met. I don't know. We're really rubbish with names. Yeah. In fact, we say that in our new book about how bad we how are with bad names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, uh, it, I get that. I mean, everyone wears name badges, but sometimes, because on the underground, you can actually have a name badge that isn't your name. What do you mean? Yeah, because... So, so I could, like, my name's Ian, but one day I could uh, wear a name badge that says Doris. Yeah. Just for the fun of it? Yeah, we, well, just for the fun of it, and I guess uh, for... for Possibly if you get stalkers or something. Oh, or, I yeah, see. yeah. And, I, um... I, I once went to a station where there was these two friends who had worked there for about 20 years together and they both chose to choose Tom and Jerry. So when they stand next to each other, <laughs> they've got Tom and Jerry. I love that. Okay. <laughs> so I'm going to call you Doris and, yeah, what would you like to be called? Uh, you look like a Dave. 
Doris oh, and Dave. Yeah, Doris yeah, and Doris Dave. And Dave yeah. Yeah. All right, Why not? Doris and Dave. Let's go with that. Perfect. Um, so, as I said, it's five years. It was about tw- it was twenty seventeen. Yeah, it's March twenty seventeen. Uh, yeah, we was uh, working at North Greenwich Station one day. It was uh, like for the O2 Arena, and it was a Craig David concert. And myself and Jeremy were standing there as you do, giving directions and stuff. And we was like, we were singing Craig David songs to one another. And then all of a sudden we came up with a little poem and like we saw a ball that just said keep right and it was a filthy ball. Like it needed a clean, yeah. So it's like Oh, it wasn't something rude written. Uh, no, it just no, said, keep it right. just said keep right just and people big. were keeping right, you know, and it's like it's kind of, you know, try to bring a smile to people's faces, you know, because everyone kind of gets, you know, it's one of the busiest places in the world and yet it can be one of the loneliest places, you know, yeah. it's like you know, you don't want to kind of get eye contact. It's a bit weird and stuff. And we're just like, you know, as people get off the, the tube, come out through the gates, you know, we could kind of bring people together and give them something to look at. So we wrote a little poem and it was kind of giving directions to the O2 using Craig David songs and stuff. And uh, yeah, we noticed like people going up to it and kind of smiling and taking selfies with it. And um, yeah, it was just that. Uh, and it was kind of bringing people together. It's like they would stand by the board and like ask someone to take a picture of them. Or sort of chatting about it and stuff, and it yeah, it's kind of started off from there. You know, we kind of liked the feeling. You know, it made us feel good. They were feeling good, so. I guess so it who that nudged vibe. who to say we can take this further out of you two? It was a you mutual nudge, yeah. really. I the, guess the thing yeah. is, we'd met each other only about a year and a bit before that. I yeah, think. yeah, and we were always just creatively bantering whenever we were at work together. We were actually at that time we were writing a TV show that we still haven't finished. We were writing a whole series. We've written about like 20 episodes or something yeah. like that. And we still haven't finished it. And then that happened and it's exploded so quickly that we've never got back to the other stuff we were working on. So it was that, it <clears throat> was literally as fast as suddenly it was there. Like Craig David was yeah. there. And then suddenly you're about to have your second book out in a couple of days. So, yeah. I mean, it, it probably feels that for you as well. I mean, it does for us. You've been a part of all of our lives. And I have to say through... Through COVID as well, you helped so many people, and you, you, my my lovely friend Deborah adored mm. you guys. Um, but you have this innate ability to touch the the heart and the soul of people. So when you first did that Craig David thing, did you know you had that in you? Well, this is it's an interesting thing. I mean, Ian's been writing poetry all his life. I really only started when kind of met him, really, although written things in the past. But um, creatively, we've you know we're in our we're now in our <clears throat> mid forties. Although but, we look like we're in our mid twenties, yeah, 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 squint, say, Gabby. Yeah, I was yeah. Say mid twenties, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But um, we've been creative people all our lives, and then we just kind of met each other, and we started bouncing off each other, and I think we we realised that we had a creative thing going. Um, but we didn't. I wouldn't say that we knew. Oh, this is going to become what it was in any way, shape, or form. We didn't realise we were going to touch people and reach people in the way we have we reach we reach people in in places all over the world you know every country you can think and of. the yeah. biggest star i mean michelle obama for wow, god's sake that was that was yeah, a moment well, well uh, we got a shout out from uh, kate and uh, will yeah that was uh, that was a bit of a shocker sort of wait, one morning it's like you know my mum phoned me and goes yeah the royals have given you a shout out and i was like i'll oh, get out of it yeah and then, yeah, yeah they've <laughs> given us a bit of a shout out but like you said michelle obama 
Katy Holly, Perry. Yeah, Hollywood actresses. We had Katy Perry come down to North Greenwich Station one day just to get a selfie with her board when she was performing at the O2. Isn't that fantastic? It's, yeah, it's crazy. But, um, but yeah, again, that's exciting. But it's, it's just some of the direct messages that we've received. You know, mm. we're, not, we're not doctors. We're not medical health yeah, experts yeah. or gurus. But we, we've received so many messages saying like, oh, you know, um, you posted that at the right time. It saved my life. And yeah. some of the stories that we've received and... Uh, like messages, you know, it's like, oh, the book has saved my life and stuff like that. And it's just very humbling. It's just them kind of messages. You know, you post something on, you know, social media and like, oh, yeah, it's got this many likes, but we're not worried about that. You know what I mean? If if the message reaches one person and it's changed their life or saved their lives, you know, it's then that means everything, you know, it's, uh, yeah. Okay, so trigger warning. We have to warn people that we, what we're about to talk about, uh, because you've, uh, you know, you've seen horrific things happen. Yeah. Um, and on the London Underground, um, th- it does happen. On trains, it does happen. You, we were talking just before uh, we started recording about this. Do you get a feeling that people are finding life tougher now? I mean, it's really, we're going through very tough times, you know, with, with, uh, with the pandemic, uh, with the cost of living crisis that we're going through. With actually, you know, the very sad uh, death of our queen, you know, it, there was a, a public outpouring of, of love and, and sadness. Um, but do you get the feeling, because you have you have seen horrific things, that people are struggling even more? Yeah, I, I mean, you know, the 2020s have not been a great decade so far, you know, and it's just um, like generally on the underground, you know, uh, come the winter months as well. That's when there are quite a few sort of suicides, people jumping in front of trains and stuff. And it's just, um, yeah, it's tough. But, we, you know, it's this is why the message is important mm. to be kind to one another. Just talk, you know, it's, it shouldn't take bravery to talk about mental health. It should be about like, you know, like us talking about the weather, you know, mm. how are you doing today? Well, I'm not doing too great. You know, I, I don't know why I'm sad. I cried last night. I don't know why I cried. You know, we should be able to talk about them things. You know, it's just uh, just to get more people talking, raising awareness, getting it out there. And, um, you know, it's just, um, you know, the people that think or the, the people that look like they have it figured out, they haven't got it figured out either. Do you, do you know what I mean? Everyone has got issues and stuff and it's just getting together and sort of let's get through it together. You know mm. what I mean? Yeah, so I mean, you, we've got through a pandemic, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, you, 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 do, know, we, you do get this sense of like um, people struggling when not, not necessarily in the most um, extreme examples that, that, that Ian said there, for example, but even when people are conversing with you, just coming in and asking directions or the, the service being a bit, you know, and um, you just get this, the, the, the aggression is there that wasn't there before because people are just trying to find their way through things. And unfortunately, sometimes it comes out the wrong way. So, you know, for example, I was assaulted recently. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Just, just as we were finishing this book, actually, it was like right in the meat of it. And it was the first time ever on this job. And that kind physically of... Physically or, or Yeah, verbally. physically, yeah. So I was off for a few months. But, you know, we were determined that we we're going to make this book amazing. So we just kept on going on with it anyway, the best, best that we could. <clears throat> and we kind of want people to see that, that kind of resilience that, you know, uh, bad things happen, but we're always looking for the, the best kind of result that we can get. So um, hopefully that comes out in the book because we kind of infused that with a lot of the things that we're writing in the book as well. You know, that things are really hard, but there is a way through it. There is a way to help each other, be kinder, you know, um, find a way to talk to each other. 
um, to express things differently and all this. So, so were yeah. you always able to then? Were you um, always you know able what? to express yourself and no, say how you felt? Uh, yeah, I don't. I, I I haven't. I mean, I I've got social anxiety. It's really really bad. Like, I I you know the way I express it is uh, I, well, explain it would be that I'm kind of like I'm shivering throughout my whole body, but you can't see me shaking. You know, it's it's it's, it's a weird sensation. You just kind of shake and and you. When start... would that be? Just and I mean, it's, it's happening even now. To now, be honest with yeah. you, but not as much as. I've had in other circumstances because you're just, you know, you're Gabby. So, so it's really nice to be here and it's, and it's working out fine, but there's situations where we get invites to some things and, uh, and I'm like, Oh, I can't, I can't do it. I can't do it. Um, we went to, we went to the happy, uh, place festival for Fern and, uh, and that was the first time we've ever read our poetry out loud. And it was for about 15 minutes. I think we were there, um, outside surrounded by strangers and I think even you got a bit anxious as well. We were both like, oh my God, what are we going to do? We got, we got, this guy just gave us mics and we were suddenly there and we had to start reading out poetry. And everyone was so warm. They were clapping. And he, he, Ian just said, yeah, Jeremy's got social anxiety. So this is a big, big deal for him. And I was like, thank God you said that because it really is, yeah. you know. Um, and they gave you a round of applause. And they gave me yeah, a round so of applause. Lovely, and it yeah. worked out fine. So no, I don't think I've ever always been able, but. You know, there's resilience in all of us and it's just sometimes just finding it and kind of like bottling up. Well, not bottling up, but, you know, pointing in a bottle that you can let yes, out when you yeah, need absolutely. to. You know? I knew <laughs> yeah, what yeah. you meant. Not, yes, because you're, you're the opposite to bottling something yeah. up. I, yeah. I knew exactly what mm. you meant. Um, and people always get a shot. I, I talk about it very openly on the podcast, but I'm unbelievably shy. So if somebody says to me, come to a house party, I go, no, yeah. I can't do it. <laughs> I absolutely can't do it. I get far too shy. So, you know, even people in the public eye have that sort of... Uh, I call it shyness because that's what they've always called it for years. But well, it's, but, a, it's a strange thing actually because we work on the tube, you know, surrounded by what four million people a day apparently, some some number like that. Is that four million a day? Use the tube. Yeah, yeah used yeah. to be. Well, yeah, I, don't know, yeah. I don't know what the number is right now because obviously there's a drop, but it's not far off from that. But it got to four million at one point a day, and where we work in our department, we work specifically at events. This is why we were together at Craig David. We work at, you know, whether it's Wembley events or, you know, football events. Tonight we're working football events, for example, surrounded by, you know, thousands and tens of thousands of people. And for someone with social anxiety, that's like a really weird place to put yourself every single day. <laughs> so so I'm quite proud of myself for doing that you every single be. day. Hey, yeah, well yeah done, you should it? be. Yeah. How about you? Were you always able, able to be open and honest about your feelings? <sighs> Do you know what? I've, I've worked out like the poetry that I'd write as a youngster. It, you know, it's like I look back at it now and it was kind of dark and and I would hide it away because I'm thinking who would read that? That would depress someone to to read. But it's it was kind of me getting my feelings out. And I guess it did help. You know, it's just, uh, you know, in, in my teens, I was uh, sort of like just had so many anxiety attacks and I was always nervous and stuff and uh, yeah I guess my head was in a bit of a dark place but just yeah I, I feel that writing helps you know without writing yeah I don't know where I'd be you know what I mean it's just uh, and it was just kind of we started off with the concerts and fun stuff and it was then we started writing down our feelings and you know the conditions that we have and it kind of resonated with people and then you know we kind of wanted to research other things you know it's like uh, like my, my wife she has like really bad periods and it was like I remember looking into it and I was, I was thinking this can't just be periods and I kind of saw this condition called endometriosis mm. we like myself and Jeremy sort of like read up on it it's like I know, why it's fantastic. We, Your medical board's brilliant. Yeah, and it's just like, why have we never heard of this condition? So we kind of researched it, put it on a board, and it did resonate with a lot of people, and it's just, um, yeah. So. 
how does the how do you both cope with the I'm going to use this word which I hate yeah. so apologies um the celebrity status that has now happened the unmasking when everybody else was masked you unmasked yeah. you know no, you know what that know was a weird thing because we were never too sure if we were ever going to take the masks off because like we were breaking rules by doing what we did it's a bit rock and roll yeah. isn't it? <laughs> you know like that that moment when we wrote the first board one of the first things we said was, oh, we're going to get into trouble if we do this. And then we both just said, you know what, let's just do it anyway. Yeah. Um, we're not going to write anything that. bad. And if we, if they, if they have any problems with it, we'll just wipe it off, right? So we did it and, and we had that kind of courage. But then because it took off so quickly we, and people kept on asking who's doing them, we just like, you know, we don't like lying. So let's come up with these alter egos, you know, N1 and E1 and put masks on whenever we have photos of ourselves and just say, you know, we're, you know. Yeah. Did your whoever. bosses know it was you? Only a couple of people knew Ish. who we were. Wow, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah for, for a long time. Because we, we kind of like the idea of being a Banksy's of the underground, but oh, we're not that. good at keeping secrets, <laughs> yes. to be honest. It was like, but yeah, like Jeremy said, so we had these pseudonyms. Is that the right yeah. word? Yeah, yeah. So N1E1. And people would think, oh, why are you using postcodes? You know, you'll start off a war. And it was like, oh, no, no, we was trying to be a bit street and a bit cool because N1 stands for no one. No one. E1 stands for everyone. Yeah. It was like, so when people would ask, oh, who does these boards? Oh, no one does them or everyone does them, you know. So we wasn't actually it was lying really to people. Clever. Yeah, it was really right, clever. Yeah. And the, and the masks were the cheapest disguises no. that we could find. And know? they we, left these indents on you because they were these tiny masks. They're only about that big, so I've just blocked my mouth. And bit. like either our heads were getting bigger yeah, or the masks were getting smaller, yeah. but they was very uncomfortable. I was, so, I was so pleased to lose them in the end, honestly. So how long did you have the masks for? Uh, so it was right up till the day that the first book came out. So... About three years. Three years. Three years. Three years. So yeah. did I interview you? Were you were you unmasked? I'm trying to remember. Now. I we, can't remember. Um, no, we wasn't quite unmasked. I don't think you were. Yeah, we, it was. We was on the verge of being unmasked because yeah. it was for your first book. Yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah. But yeah. when you came unmasked, that must have been so for people with social anxiety. Yeah. That must have been. <laughs> oh, oh, do you know what? Goodness. We disappointed so many people. Why? Like, well, we're Why? Like, oh, uh, underneath this mask, we look like George Clooney. We look like Brad Pitt. We look like this. But do you know, and what? you do. You're even better looking. Uh, do you know? <laughs> yeah, I, I, thanks, Gabby. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but it's like you know. What I mean, we're good. We're good enough. We're good looking enough. Yeah. You know. What I mean, it's like. No, yeah, no, it was, cool. it was it's yeah. all right. It's um, it is a strange. It was a strange thing taking masks off. But but the thing was, we took the masks off, and obviously everyone had to put masks on for the pandemic. Yes. Yeah. We were putting wearing masks, <laughs> it's so a confusing time, we yeah. ended up not actually having taken our masks off in you know in the public, you know, coming through the station uh, because uh, we had other masks and they couldn't see who we were anyway. So it was. It was a, there was a bit of a gradient, uh, you know, as to when we eventually became really clearly like that's you and me because we still get people now going, oh, it's nice to put a face to the the words when we post yeah. an image of yeah. ourselves because there's still so many people who still don't know who we are. But yeah, I mean, the social anxiety, gosh, that was like... And do you know what? Thinking about the masks, they were unintentionally creepy. They were. We didn't see them as creepy, well, but I, I think no, they no. give I quite liked... a few people nightmares. No, I thought you know? they were... You know, really? Yeah, yeah. We was getting oh. messages saying, oh, why do your disguises have to be so creepy? Oh, it's freaking well, me out and don't stuff. Don't forget, yeah. the, very the very first kind of celebrities that we met doing all this thing was, was Steps themselves. So yeah. We did a board for them and, and they loved it. And we took it up to the O2. We wheeled the whole board all the way up to the O2 to meet them. And um, we were still in disguise back then. That was 2017, in fact, it I think it was. was. Yeah, yeah. And um, we had to take our masks off because it was freaking them out. No. <laughs> so so we, had, we had photos done with them with our masks off and everything. We were like, you know what, it's called mm. steps. We love them. They, they love us. It's great. But um, we photoshopped the masks on ourselves later oh, on. Oh, that's, so you know, <laughs> that's so funny. That's so funny. So with the boards, do you, have, do you get anxious about coming up with new things all the time? 
No, I mean, there's some things because, you know, we always get messages of people asking us to write about this and that that's happening. And we Do can't. You? Yeah, oh, but wow. because we, because they're political, we can't. Really get involved. Oh, I see. They want you to have political right. Yeah, um, that's not what you're about. No, exactly. Mm. And that's the thing. What, what we're about is just trying to get people. I mean, if people are going to make political uh, judgments and reasons from from what they read, then they can. But what we want people to do is feel um, happy in themselves and clear in themselves and able in themselves to be, you know, who they are. So that they're going to make, you know, whether they are politicians, because actually some politicians follow us, uh, they're going to make their political reasons from that. core self you know so we're just about trying to make people happy and yeah. get themselves to the place where they make decisions just, in life you know they're going to help people and yeah. help themselves well, just kind of reminding people that they are not alone however lonely you feel you are not alone honestly it's like just kind of trying to use social media for the good for good yeah. i agree yeah. i mean i yeah. agree that's, that's always I th- what it's been yeah there is a dark side of it but you know i'm i'm the same i just let's just spread the joy and and make people feel better you know what i always wanted to ask you about that because your posts on instagram you find some of the most craziest things and you post someone like you surely don't just go looking through the internet all the time looking for people sending you those things no i i don't obviously somebody knows my feed because i do get sent i get sent by friends some stuff so i'll say if it's from them but i just find some i love them But life's too short not to see. I've no, always said, I mean, you know, 35 years I've been um, in TV and radio and I've, it's always been about putting a smile on somebody's yeah. face. That's how I've always felt. Gabby, felt. that's impossible. You smooth That is impossible. So, yeah. So the, the coming out, as it were, yeah. and being unmasked and then the first book and then the first book's doing so unbelievably well. Was that a pinch me moment? Uh, yeah, but we couldn't really celebrate its success, I guess, because we was in the pandemic, and um, yeah, because like it became Sunday Times yeah, bestseller four best times over, and that, and it's just uh, we kind of high fived each other and got on with our shift, you know, when we fi- found out, you know, so we didn't really get to celebrate, but yeah, it was yeah, it was crazy in the best yeah. way possible, you know. Yeah, no, it's yeah. nice. It's nice because um, the reason why we wrote wrote the book in lots of ways is because. Yeah, we we put these boards out, and you know, thousands of people, millions of people, possibly seeing them. Certainly now, millions of people because we've got that many followers are seeing them online. But there's so many people out there who don't have the internet, who don't go out yeah, through stations, yeah. and um and you know, we know that that it resonates what we write. So why can't they have it as well? So you know, we wrote the book, made it as a book, so that people can gift it to those people who otherwise, you know. Wouldn't have it. And this next book, we we've yeah. Gone let's the next, talk about the new book. We've gone the next step, which was you know that we know that that first book resonates, but we wanted this one to almost feel like it's a person, you know, uh, your friend, your companion, who's going to be there with you all the time. So it's 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 taking that another another step. Yeah. So who, whoever you are, whatever you're going through, you've got this companion with you, and you can flick through it at any page, at any particular point of the day, and you will find something in there that's going to. you know make things better in some way or, or get you through or understand what you're going through um and it's taken a lot of work because the first book was like um a merging of all the, the the best stuff that we had done and some new stuff this one is pretty much most of it is we've just we've it's written all it. book yeah, yeah it's all yeah. book uh, which shows how much work we've had to do because we've been working and then we've been coming up with new posts that we've been doing on our instagram and on our uh, facebook everything and then Writing a book on the side as well. It's Where been do a... you find time to do it all? Because are you full time at? We at are. London yeah, time. yeah, full time. Yeah. So eight hours a day at work, and uh, you know it's kind of like the rest of the time sort of coming up with stuff. And uh, I'm so sorry. Like 
it's just reminded me of something. It's just uh, like about book one, about like how it helps people. Yeah. yeah. A couple of months ago, I had a lady come up to me at station. She goes, oh, uh, you do them boards, didn't you? You and your colleague. And I was like, yeah, yeah. She goes, oh, I love your book. And I was like, oh, thank you very much. She goes, you won't be offended if I tell you that I keep it in my toilet. Yeah, and I was like, well, no, not at all. She goes, oh, it's a lovely toilet book, you know. Oh. It, it really helps me go. And I'm like, well, it, <laughs> it helps you know, it go. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so, uh, yes. so that's, that, we put that you know, on the next book, yeah. To, to be then, honest, some of it was probably written on the toilet. Well, well that's so. what I told her. I goes, a lot of the book was written whilst <laughs> yeah. on the toilet. And she was like, fantastic. Love so, that. Uh, so we hugged each other and then she uh, went on her merry way. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I so, would, yeah, well, maybe uh, quite literally went on her uh, merry way. Well, yeah, absolutely. So for this book, though, so you're working eight hours a day. Yep. You're doing your social media posts and you're doing this. When? How? You know what? I, I, I suffer from bad insomnia. So sometimes that oh, helps. Oh, do you? <laughs> it helps to write a book. <laughs> and Ian is, like you say, you write on the toilet. He'll write, he'll write it in the cinema. If you're watching a movie, I just bit a bit boring. You start writing on a piece of paper. <laughs> I mean, I remember the time when we worked, we worked a shift at um, Victoria Station. And it's quite unique in that you, you both work on, uh, on opposite platforms from each other. And occasionally we shout and make a joke to each other. And people on the platform are thinking, what's this? What's do this you? Thing? I yeah. love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But love the, that. The, the worst thing about that place was that. It's um, it's pretty much the scene of you know the worst moment that Ian had uh, yeah. as a train driver. So he was really suffering that day because he was he, he he shouldn't really been working there, but he was. But he was getting through. I was trying to get him through it by you know a little bit of banter across the other side of, between trains. But afterwards, you think most people going through you know this reliving certain trauma would kind of go off and you know I don't know have a stiff drink or yeah. you know go yeah. and have a massage or something like that. Ian went off the side writing. So, you know, that, that, that helped you. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, so, absolutely. so this is the thing, like, you'd be, you'd be surprised at how much time you can squeeze out of, out of your out of anxious day. moments and your yeah. bad moments if your outlet is writing. You know, you've ended up writing a book from all of that, yeah. um, from all of that pain and that, that you know, those, those moments of trauma. And it's, it's just like <clears throat> kind of, you know, writing down your feelings, writing down the bad things that are going yeah. on. You look back at them in a year's time and it's like, well, I got through that. You know, it's, yeah. it, do you know what I mean? It's like, like anyone that's had a, an anxiety attack has survived 100% of them. You know, it's, yeah. So, so you write them down, look at it. Oh, I got through it that time. And, yeah. And you'll get through it again. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Again. Yeah. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. 
Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. What's it like working for, obviously you have to say very nice things, but for London Transport? It's, uh, despite looking like I'm 27, you know, I've worked there for 21 years. Jeremy, you've done 10 years. Uh, coming to that, I think, yeah. 10 no, years, yeah. double figures, getting isn't close, it? Yeah. Getting close. So, yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's like you meet people from all around the world, chat all, you know, different languages and stuff. Yeah, it's, it's good working it. It is all about the people and like, you kind of like, there's this sort of like, you can be proud of London, you know, because they ask for, oh, where's the best places to eat? Where's the best places to go? That's and you lovely. can kind of show off your knowledge and a bit of banter and have jokes. With and them and, and also it's the best place to do people watching, right? So if you're coming up with ideas, writing about people or, you know, um, coming up with, like we, this is why we were coming up with a TV series because we were watching people and listening to people talking in all kinds of different ways, Absolutely. you know, and you have to converse with them and kind of figure out what people need and this and that. And so, you know, you, um, you, you, we're in quite a unique position to be, you know, learning creatively yeah. certain things that other people don't I get an opportunity I love that you're saying for. this. I get really frustrated because I walk everywhere. My big thing is walking. And when I'm not walking, I'm on the tube. And that, you know, when I need to get somebody somewhere quickly, I do it. And I absolutely can't bear. And it's great that people are listening to the podcast. Please carry on doing so. But <laughs> I wish people would take their headphones out and I wish they'd stop looking at their phones and look around them. Because there's a whole world of people. Absolutely. People are fascinating. I So I wanted to share with you a story that actually happened on the Tube. Um, uh, there was a young lad. He did have his headphones on and he was he was uh, singing along. And it was he was doing it quite, you know, it was a, uh, uh, that sort of sound. And I thought, I know that song. And I was, st- I was, it was quite, it was quite busy, but I like, I like to stand up on the tube. I don't like to sit down. It's just a thing. <laughs> and, um, uh, so I can see more people. I'm very nosy. Uh, but he was singing and I thought, and then he started and I realized it was, whoa, living on a prayer. So I, without thinking, I heard myself singing out loud and then I saw all these people look up. And they started joining in too. Oh, and amazing. we were singing on the <laughs> carriage, all singing John Bon Jovi, Living on a Prayer. That's brilliant. And it was one of those moments I just... And then at the end, everybody cheered and clapped and we all just got off and went our <laughs> merry way. I bet they were all probably trying to figure out that song as well. And you just, you know, you broke the seal. But it was just... But nobody... Lots of people on London Underground don't look at each other. Mm. I always talk to people and and they they always get slightly freaked out. I go, hello. And they'll just, oh, boy, ah. hello, Gabby, <laughs> what are you doing? You're not allowed on the tube. Yes, I am allowed on the tube. How are you? So I'll always chat to people. But it's there's a funny thing about London Underground that you're, mm. not allowed to, you're not allowed to look and you're not allowed to talk and you're not allowed to all sing yeah, Bon Jovi songs. I mean, like, so you go onto a train or onto a bus now, and literally everyone is looking at their phone. Yes. And like before we had the phones, I guess like newspapers and there was and books, yeah, yeah, lots of like elbow fighting and stuff. But I mean, I was thinking about it the other day. If if um like like my nans and granddads are like up in heaven now, but it's like if I was to tell them, yeah, so nowadays people spend six hours, seven hours a day looking at their phones. They'd be like, why are they looking at their phones for? They wouldn't know what waiting, the phone yeah, was. Yeah, yeah, waiting yeah. for them to ring. What yeah, are they expecting? Yeah. It's just like sort of trying to explain now to someone in the past. Yeah, they, you're quite think, right. What is going on? You know, it's, but they uh, would chat. In years ago, people would chat on a bus. Yeah. 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 
my late mum, she would always, when she loved to get the bus and she'd always have a natter. She always did. That's where I learned to yeah. chat to anybody. But she'd always have a natter on the bus. Yeah. Or she'd yeah. go to I mean, the supermarket it's, it's and have a natter. It's a community thing as well, isn't it? Because I think you, you always, uh, certainly in, from a nostalgic perspective, when you look back at old old reels and so on, you see people talking. They kind of all knew each other. But they knew each other because they talked because in they these moments. Um, and now people don't. People don't. Yeah, but you know what? That's that's it, like you asking about our jobs. Like, what makes it worthwhile? Because we get the people that don't talk to one another come up to us and talk yeah. to us from all around the world. You know, Brazil, what a responsibility. France. And, do, do you know I, what I mean, a good response. Yeah, I love yeah. that responsibility. So, so yeah, we've had of, to, we've had to put families together who've lost yeah, each other across yeah, the other just, side of London. You know, things like that sometimes, yeah. and they don't speak any English. So you're like trying to figure out this and that. So now we've are, got things like like you're communicating to people that. from all around the world and from you know like uh, you know it's. Uh, like visit, visibly impaired people, yeah. mobility impaired people, oh. just all around the world and like different conditions. And, you know, we, we have people come up to us like, and they can't do crowds and they're stressing out having and they're a panic having attack. a panic attack. Yeah. And you, you sit with them for a while and just chat and just to see them kind of the relief in their faces. And it's just like, just take your time. Well, I can you know, see it's... a difference in that. Uh, the other day on the tube, um, there was a gentleman with a white stick and... Um, there was a very lovely person from London Transport who led them onto the carriage and then um, they got off at their carriage and there was somebody waiting mm. for them outside yeah, the carriage. Yeah. Honestly, I ju but I went and I said thank you to the person. I just thought it was lovely, really, yeah, really yeah, lovely. Yeah. And and it, I feel that it's changed and I, I hope you accept this. I think it's partly because of you two because there seems to be a different attitude on the tube these days. Right, yeah. And it was just it kind of like when we was coming up with the messages, uh, you know, not all disabilities are visible, you know, like invisible illnesses and stuff. Yeah. And then, you know, I mean, it did seem to happen at a similar time, but there was like uh, underground seats, like priority seats being printed up with, you know, not all disabilities yeah. are visible and like priority seating. Someone may need your seat more than you. I mean, it happened. Maybe it was perfect storm. Maybe, maybe... We did influence something. Maybe we didn't, but it's just I think nice, you, you did. Know, um... But you know, well, we've, we've influenced externally from that as well because there's pe people from Australia who have sent us like photos from outside of their cafe where they've taken one of our poems and put it up on those little little notice oh, boards wow. that usually yeah, have yeah. the menu on it, yeah. and they've made the letters into, or you know, teachers from schools who have like used our poem to teach their their students to you know analyze poetry and stuff and then sent us the work that their students have sent to us yeah uh, there's there's, there's some colleges that have like just put these boards out on exam days you know out on the, on the path that goes to the exam hall you know just to kind of big up the confidence of people on their way to the exams and they sent us these photos we're like wow this is crazy it's <laughs> just i mean like we're getting credited for writing things on a board which you know is please is quite, but accept then, it accept yeah, it yeah. because yeah. the people are so grateful to you two. Yeah. I mean, you know, when, when I said to my lovely producer, um, oh, we should get the guys from all on the board, it leapt at it. It was, yes! Oh, amazing, because everybody, yeah. you've struck a chord. Everybody adores what you two are doing and everybody knows why you're doing it and for what reason. And it's not pointless. It's so important. So um, we always ask what makes uh, you laugh now, you can be very serious, you two, got, we know that, but also you like to have, I love that, you both have just got the biggest smiles <laughs> on your faces. <laughs> mm, what makes yeah. you laugh? 
Jeremy, you go first no, and you, you might inspire my uh, thing is he makes me laugh sometimes. Some of the things that he gets away with saying to people. Yeah, I'm quite funny, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it would just be, it would, usually it'd be like in a really serious situation. And then, and then he would just say something. something. Well, like, there was that time when we, um, we had um, a customer come up to us who was completely lost. And they seemed really anxious about being lost. Well, I'm not surprised. And, uh, <laughs> and instead, of, uh, instead of like just giving them this, it's a really simple station because giving them really simple instructions. He came out of a little little poem in the moment. He says, it's not platform three you seek. Listen to the words I'm about to speak. And obviously that's rhyming at that point. But then you're expecting the punchline to be the actual direction. Yeah. But he just kind of like walked away and left me there with this lady. And she was just like looking at me and I was looking at her. I was like, what have you just done to me? <laughs> he just went off just for did a laugh. Did she find her way? Well, yeah, we, obviously I got her on her way. Think? And you know what? She started laughing, which, is the, oh, which was did. the whole point yeah. of it. Fantastic. So it worked out. But that little moments like that, he cracks me. And, and, and do you know what? It is kind of like nice trying to sort of read people. I, you know what you can get away with and yes. what you yeah, can't. Yeah. You know? So, you know, Gabby, if you came up to me and you look like you wasn't having a bad day and you go to me, oh, uh, how long's the next train going to be? And then I say, oh, eight carriages or 100 yeah. foot long. <laughs> you know, so you can get bits like that in, you know. it's um, Yeah, it's good. There, there's, there's one thing that we do. It's like when we give uh, directions sometimes, we've stopped doing it as much now, but we try to fit as many song titles in as possible. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Come on. All right. I need. To, okay. For example. Oh, no. Right, right, right. Okay. Uh, I remember the Britney Spears one. Okay. Yeah. So, so you would come up to me. Okay. Then... I'll, we'll do it. We'll yeah, do it. Yeah, yeah. Right. Cool. Yeah. Uh, excuse me, sir. Um, yeah. I'm a bit lost. Which way do I go uh, to get out of here? Uh, because I can't find the entrance of the station. Right. The uh, exit. So uh, you need to go down that way. Oops. I did it again. So I've, I've directed you the wrong way there. Yeah. And it's like, you know, it's like. Uh, no, no, sorry. I'll pretend that I didn't get your instruction. Or, oh, or oh the... you didn't hear? Yeah, oh, yeah. We'll do so, it again. Okay. Oh, right. so, so, no, no. So, so you, you've asked me. So okay. I'll say, oh, uh, hit me baby one more time. Uh, um, which is the yeah. way out, please, of which this is why, Oh, if you go down that way. Oops, I did it again. Uh, that's the wrong way. And uh, yeah, and then for some reason, Britney Spears titles have kind of disappeared from me. Yeah. Head. <laughs> You're but, being very but, toxic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm being very toxic. Yeah, yeah. Being very toxic. Yeah. But... But you was born to make me happy. Is yeah. That, oh. yeah, yeah, that is one. Yeah, yeah. So, but it, that it depends kind on of the thing. event as well, is it? I think that was a Britney Spears event that we did that or not. I can't remember. I when, think when it she might was have been. At the O2. Well, I think it might have been something like ACDC. So do you get to meet them all? <laughs> yeah, well, ACDC. Yeah, it so could have been, yeah. Um, uh, um, you, uh, you'd never see Britney and ACDC in the same room. Maybe they are. Quite possibly. You never know. You never know. Spider Man meme when they meet each other finally. (laughs) Who's the person you two would would like to meet then? You know, we're William and Kate. Is that is that? Do you know what? We invited them for for a cup of tea when they did that board for us. We're still waiting. Yeah, we're still waiting for their response. Maybe it might happen. I think it might happen. Yeah, they don't trust your team making. Do you know what? You know what? I have got a list. Be a teammate. I used to be a runner before I came to the underground. Did you? Yeah, I used to be in places like this. It's why it's so nice to be back here. Not not here. I never never been this one. But in Soho, I'd run all over the place and find myself making tea for Zoe Ball or for um, Terence Stamp. I remember that one blew my mind. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm in with General Zod. I didn't want to say that to him in that moment because I thought like, he's done a lot more than that. You know, it's one of those things. But you would have loved it. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. But we we bump into people on the underground. So in McKellen, once upon a yeah, time, I told uh, him, "You shall not pass." We yeah. yeah. the escalator. It was yeah. a one-way system. And he said, no, I'm trying to get to Mornington Crescent. And then, of course, I helped him the right way. But um, I, I told Rihanna off for trying to use a broken escalator and didn't even realise it was her. Oh, so and, like and, it's normal. Yeah, but I was, I was kind of like, I'd 
uh, been given the heads up. Oh, Rihanna might be coming through your station. So I was all prepared, waiting to take a selfie and that. But uh, she she was a bit in disguise. And I told her off to try to use a broken escalator when I was trying to fix it. And then I got you upstairs. You fix the escalators as well? Yeah, we can fix escalators. Yeah, yeah not Lifts kind of underneath, but like the, oh the bits that you word. can see. Yeah. But um, but yeah, we, I mean, like some of the people that we've met, everyone that we've met has been like oh, lovely. We've been, we've you know? been really Dua lucky. Leaper, lovely. Mickey Flanagan. Yeah. Uh, you know, like you was on our bucket list. We can cross that off now because we're yeah. going to boogie <laughs> with you're you later. Such yeah. Moves, uh, yeah. You're and, such moves. And, and do you know what? And, and, and you would know, like she was a good friend of yours, but like, you know, meeting mm. Dame Deborah James, you know, it's just when she turned up at the station, I like, she was a force of nature. Yeah, yeah, and it was just the whole, like, trying to get her on to Strictly Come Dancing. Why did we they never so have close. her on? No. Yeah. You know, I'd like to know just how close it was because it felt like we were just waiting for that little message to come up from Deb and say, oh my gosh, I got it. She was in you the know? room with Bill, weren't she? It yeah, was like, you know, it was Ke- like Kevin Clifton right wanted there, to dance right with there. her and um, and it was just, um, but when she turned up at the station, she she didn't need Strictly Come Dancing to shine. No, you know what I mean? She was a glitter no, ball in didn't. herself and just a false of nature. You know, mm. she, she turned up at the station like come to see her board and you know she was wearing a sort of blue yeah, sort of glittery dress. yeah sparkly dress and, 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 and she'd just she, come out of the hospital yeah yeah she'd just she'd come just out of the hospital a, a treatment so she'd just come all the way there and, and decide, then she you know, invited us to dance with her so we was dancing with her in the, didn't know what we were doing just a force of nature and it's just like and then anyway. when she left it was like our lives just felt better just through yeah. meeting her. That shift and it was just blew. Like, oh, honestly, that, the rest of that shift oh, blew through. It was like, you know what? It ain't going to get any better. And, uh, and then it was kind of like, moment. can you imagine if, they, like, well, she was Deborah James Deborah, Bell, yeah. babe, yeah? But if she was being beamed into houses on a Saturday night, the the, the amount of positivity the and, uh, do you know what yeah. I mean? Genuinely. But, I think that would have but, been something special that was missed. Yeah, but, I will agree. But, I agree, but she did what she needed to do. Oh, she absolutely. raised so much money uh, for the Bell Babe Fund. Yeah. I mean, which is still going. Yeah, and it's it's kind of like, you know, in the darkest nights, you know, that's when the stars shine brighter and she was like the brightest of them all, you know. And, and that's what we chuffed about in book two. Like, again, she was very ill, but we managed to collaborate with her on a poem. You know, she she said to us, like, oh, I'll, I'll do anything that I can to help with book two. And we was like, look, we really want to get you in there. Can we collab on a poem? So we was exchanging messages and stuff. And, like, we showed it to Heather recently. And, like, Heather was like, oh, yeah. Her mum. Yeah, mm. yeah. And just to to put it into book two, you know, it's just. How um, wonderful. Yeah, yeah. We're just desperate to get her inside there, you know. So. Oh, that's really special. Yeah, so yeah. People can get the book uh, in three days' time. I know. It's on pre-order already. Uh, it congratulations on it. It will oh, be. You, you so know, much. it's going to be another smash hit. It's going to be another uh, Sunday Times bestseller. Uh, but carry on doing what you do. And I'm intrigued to know about the TV show. Yeah. Keep it under wraps because you don't want anybody to steal <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. But one of these days we'll get. Will it? it Shall it be called All on the Board as well? It, oh, yeah. uh, it won't be. Oh. We, we can't reveal too much. No, don't that. tell me. Don't yeah, tell yeah. me. You but, know what? It's, all I can say is that it's no, nothing's been done like it no, at all, and it should have. It should have. It yeah, should have. And yeah. you know, we should have just got on with it. But like have you, you got say, somebody. What I mean? Oh, it's happening. Is no. that happening? Oh no, 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 no. no. Oh. We, we we'll just continue need to finish it. We need to finish it. I mean. We, we, like I said, we've got ideas for about 20-odd episodes at least. Yeah, so Characters. Sort of children's books, everything. TV shows. Fantastic. Yeah, Carry just, on doing what yeah. you do. And the kids' book, yeah, definitely. Mm. That's, a, that's a great idea. But it's, what a pleasure to spend time with you. You're just two proper, decent, good people. And thank you for that. Oh, thank you, Gabby. Thank you, Gabby. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. And thank you for your comments as well. They really mean the world to us. Coming up next week the one and only award-winning Mr. Anton Dubeck. 
Actually, we could just call him Anton. Everybody knows and loves him. That Gabby Roslin podcast is proudly presented to you by Cameo Productions with music by Beth Macari. If you wouldn't mind, could you give us a like, a follow, a subscribe, and please leave a review? We read them all and love to see what you've got to say. See you next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah.